Good morning, I'm Liam Flanagan. Welcome back to The Scorecard, your daily fast fun sports news hit. And we've reached half time of the working week, so slice up an orange, get some fluids into you, and let's tuck into some sport. The summer of international cricket kicks off this Friday night with the first one day between Australia and India at the SCG. And as usual, Steve Smith's timing is perfect. I've found my hands the last few days, which is, um, you know, I'm, I'm extremely excited about. Now, obviously, Smithy never actually lost his hands because I'm sure we would have seen the headline, Cricketer Loses Hands. No, he's referring to his touch and feel while batting, which was nowhere to be seen during his stint with the Rajasthan Royals in this year's IPL. I was pretty disappointed, actually, with my, my batting throughout the IPL. Um... You know, from from my sort of standards, I wasn't consistent enough. But for anyone who follows Smith on Instagram, his poor form during the IPL wasn't confined to his batting. Because I've seen you with your hair down and your bare feet Dancing around the living room, spilling wine on your dress Yeah, Smudge took up the guitar. But it's nice to know he's not good at everything. But now that he's found his hands again, his teammates have to put up with a much less offensive sound coming from his hotel room. I've done a bit of shadow batting. I copped a few messages last night saying stop tapping the bat down. So with two sleeps till the ODI against India, I'm glad Smithy found his hands. Now I just hope he loses his guitar. All I do is live in this small town with you and never me. I've seen all I need to see. Russian world number four Daniil Medvedev has thrown a cat amongst the Australian Open tennis pigeons. Fresh off the biggest victory of his career in the ATP finals in London, Medvedev shared his thoughts on the upcoming Aussie Slam. I don't think the tournament is going to happen if, for example, we would need to stay uh, 14 days in the room. Uh, not because uh, again complaining that it's boring or something like this, it's just that uh, Going out uh, from the room after 14 days of not doing anything and playing a five set straight away, I think, uh, would be really dangerous for the health of any sportsman. And I understand what Danny means, because it's around the Australian Open every year where we all get that same idea to go and have a hit of tennis. Then we try and serve like we're actually a professional tennis player and consequently have trouble opening doors for the next week. Rugby league teenage phenom Joseph Suwali is again in the headlines as the Sydney Roosters attempt to sign him to the club from next year. Suwali, who is contracted to the Roosters' arch-rival South Sydney on a development deal worth a meagre $60,000, is attempting to take up a much more lucrative offer from the Roosters, which the Rabbitohs are happy to do, provided they get something back. Adrian Prezenko of the Sydney Morning Herald reporting that the Bunnies will gladly let the teenage Suwali become a rooster if Premiership and Representative winger Tupu becomes a bunny. A player swap that Mark Guy considers highly unlikely. Come on, I mean, as if Tupu's going to be lost to the the roosters and after being one of the top two wingers in Australia at the moment, in the world, him and Nato Cara are the two at the top of the tree. So, in short... Tell him he's dreaming. By now, most of you know the story of Aussie swimmer Shana Jack. She tested positive for a banned substance in 2019, was suspended for four years, went on Channel 7's reality show SAS, and then a week ago she successfully appealed that she didn't knowingly use the banned substance and her ban was reduced to two years. I do accept that some people will never believe me, but they are irrelevant to me because they don't know me. And now the Court of Arbitration for Sport has published its decision in the case, which includes the reasons Jack gave as to how the banned substance Legandrol may have entered her system. She suggested three possible ways. 
One, it could have been a contaminated supplement. Two, maybe a public pool or gym she'd used. But three was my favourite. Maybe the blender she uses to prepare her supplements and shares with her brother and her boyfriend may have been contaminated. The blender did it. Whatever the reason, the court believed her and that's all that matters. And while Jack still can't compete as a swimmer till July next year, let's see where the blender excuse lands her on the prestigious list of... Funniest excuses for doping in sport. Coming in at number five, it's Spanish cyclist and two-time Tour de France winner Alberto Contador, who blamed contaminated beef. Contador said he ate the poisoned meat when he tested positive for a banned substance during the 2010 Tour de France. At number four, it's our very own Shane Warne, who, after testing positive to a banned diuretic the day before the 2003 World Cup, went with a more wholesome excuse. I can confirm that the fluid tablet I took before appearing to announce my retirement from one day cricket was given to me by my mum. Mum made me do it to get rid of me double chin. French tennis player Richard Gasquet, who tested positive to cocaine back in 2009, but told the tribunal he hooked up with a random chick in a Miami nightclub and she was the one who'd probably done cocaine and it had jumped into his system when they kissed. At number two, another cyclist, this time American Tyler Hamilton, who tested positive for essentially having someone else's red blood cells in him. His excuse? I have an unborn twin brother inside of me. Weirdo. And the number one funniest defence of doping in sport. Pulling away as they come to the line, it's LaShawn Merritt to win it. American 400 metre runner LaShawn Merritt tested positive for a banned steroid in 2010 and he blamed it on... Penis enlargement pills, lotions and potions. Yep. Trying to put more lead in his pencil. (laughs) And just like that, you're on the downhill of the week. The finish line is closer than the starting line. So while you're enjoying that happy thought, please rate and review the podcast and share it with a mate who could do with a hit of sport with a smile. I'm Liam Flanagan. We'll see you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.